Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, welcome to the Effortless English Show, the show that teaches you to speak English powerfully. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com and try my VIP program for just one dollar. Now during the last show, I talked about my experience running, starting to exercise again. And I talked about how an exercise program, running or lifting weights, anything, in many ways is similar to learning English. Now in the last show, I was struggling. I talked about all the difficulty and pain I felt as I tried to restart my running exercise program. So now time for an update. It's been a couple of weeks and I'm happy to report that I'm feeling stronger and better. And in fact, just a couple days ago, I had an experience. It's an experience that you can also have in your English learning that you can have in many different parts of life. A powerful experience. This experience goes by many names. What is it? What am I talking about? I'm talking about the experience of being in a flow state. I like to call this the effortless effort state, or even just the effortless state for short. And by state, I mean feeling, emotion. So it's the feeling of effortlessness. There was a famous book named Flow that is about this same experience, the same feeling. It's a powerful feeling of working very hard on one hand, but on the other hand, feeling like everything you're doing is completely effortless. Like you're not even trying. You're, you're doing a great job. You're working hard. You're productive. You're achieving amazing things. And yet, internally, inside you, it feels easy. It feels effortless. And in fact, Effortless English, the name, comes from this exact feeling. That's why I call it Effortless English. You can understand this in exercise and in sports. It's really easy to understand. So here's what happened. I'm running along. I'm out at the park again, doing my long run for the week. Once a week, I do a long run. And you know, after 10 or 20 minutes, I'm still plodding along. To plod means to kind of jog very slowly, like a big, heavy horse. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm plodding along as usual. And just like the couple weeks ago, my energy felt kind of low. My body felt kind of heavy. Boom, 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 boom. But then something happened. Somewhere around 35 to 40 minutes into the run, that heavy feeling just seemed to burn away. And suddenly my body just, felt like a huge weight got lifted off my body and suddenly I felt light, 
light on my feet. So instead of boom, 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 I felt like I was just effortlessly bouncing along, almost gliding. Like I was just and, and my upper body too. I was just moving my arms. It felt like there was no feeling of effort, no feeling of straining. And emotionally too. In, in my mind, my emotions, my feelings, suddenly I felt this euphoria. Euphoria is a strong, positive, happy feeling. And it just suddenly came around 35 or 40 minutes into the run, this feeling of happiness, like, ah, body felt lighter. I felt like I was gliding along instead of going slowly. Feeling of happiness and overall this feeling of effortlessness, like I wasn't trying anymore. And what's really interesting about this is that I actually started to run faster. I didn't try to run faster. I, I didn't want to run faster consciously. I didn't think I must run faster. It's just that because I was feeling lighter, because I felt more energetic, because I felt happier, because as I was running, I felt effortless. Just naturally, my body sped up. My running sped up. My pace got faster. This is the state of effortlessness. Let's talk about what exactly happens in that state. What was happening during my run? Well, on one hand, if we looked at it scientifically, just measured different things in my body, we would say I was using more effort. I was doing more work. For example, if we measured my heart rate, my heart rate probably got faster because I started to run faster. So my heart was working harder. And of course, I started breathing a little bit harder because once again, I was going faster. I was sweating a lot because it was a hot day. So on one hand, it seems like I'm using a lot of effort. Physically, scientifically, we would say, oh, AJ's expending a lot of effort, using a lot of effort. But on the other hand, internally, in terms of my feelings, it was the complete opposite. I felt totally effortless. Everything felt easier. I felt lighter. I felt faster. I felt more energetic. And this is this, uh, it's a paradox again. A paradox is something that seems to be opposite, but it's not. And this is this state or feeling of effortless effort. Effortless effort. It feels effortless even though you're actually doing a lot of work. That is what the effortless English system is all about. That same feeling. Because while I had this feeling as a runner, you can also have this feeling learning something. You can have this feeling in any area of life, including and especially with English. So that as you're learning English, on one hand, you might be actually using a lot more effort, doing more work. For example, listening to English more hours every day, speaking more, speaking faster, understanding faster. But on the other hand, it all feels easier, effortless, just like speaking your own language does. So this is 
the, the big goal of our system, of the effortless English system, is to achieve that feeling of effortlessness as you learn English, as you speak English. So I felt it running this week. It was amazing. This is what runners call the runner's high. It's just a feeling, a state of effortlessness. The big question, of course, is how do we achieve that state? How can we achieve that consistently? It sounds great, of course, if you experience this, you know it's wonderful. But how do we create that? How can we design a program for learning English, for exercise, for anything, so that we frequently and consistently feel this state of effortlessness? Because when we feel effortless, we do more work, but it feels better. We'll get to that in a moment. First, our first Twitter question. This is from uh, Payne Hay, is the Twitter name. And Payne Hay asks, actually says, I have a friend that will go to an English school soon. How can I change his mind? So, Payne Hay uh, doesn't feel that English schools are very useful. Is worried about his or her friend, wants to change the friend's mind and convince them, I guess, to try effortless English or to try some other independent learning method. Well, it just so happens that on, let's see, the date, oh, on August 14th, I did a show about how to choose an English class or an English school. So I recommend just tell your friend to watch the video. Send a link to that video. It was just two shows ago, not the last show, but the one before that. Uh, on August 14th, it's on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash A-J-H-O-G-E, A-J Hoke. So you don't need to try to convince your friend. You know, I, I'm happy, of course, when our members and our followers and our fans tell their friends about Effortless English. Tell your family about Effortless English. That's great. But you don't need to annoy them. You don't need to pressure them. Just, uh, just have them watch one of my videos or have them sign up for my email course. And if they want to try Effortless English, they will. And if they don't, they won't. It's okay. You are not responsible for their learning. You can suggest something different, but it's their decision in the end. All right, let's go back to the state of effortlessness. How can we create it? Well, again, we can look at the world of exercise, and specifically running, to get some ideas about how to achieve effortlessness and how to create it so that we feel that more and more often, learning English. How do you do it as a runner, first of all? Well, as you know from my last episode, I started a few weeks ago trying to run. I had taken a long break, six months or more, and so trying to restart my exercise program was very tough, lots of pain, lots of effort. It did not feel effortless at all. But I kept going anyway, and after about two weeks of daily running, I was very consistent, daily running, finally I had a breakthrough just this week. So it took me two weeks of consistently running with pain, with effort, to help my body and my mind make a change so that suddenly it all started feeling easy. 
And that gives our first clue to achieving effortlessness, consistency. See, if you study English for a couple days and then you take three days off and then you come back and you listen again for a day and then you skip four days, you probably will never achieve that effortless feeling. Certainly not frequently. To reach that effortless feeling again and again and again requires consistency, meaning daily listening. You got to keep doing it day after day after day. And you need to do that at least two or three weeks before you'll get that feeling. So consistency, you can't be on and off, on and off. You got to be on, on, on every single day, listening to English every single day. You do that for a week, maybe it requires a lot of effort. Maybe it feels boring. Maybe you feel tired. That's normal. Then you do it for two weeks oh, and it still has some effort, still has some struggle. It feels tough. But then somewhere after two weeks or after three weeks, it'll feel easier and easier. And then you'll have a day, it's a magic day, where suddenly it all just feels effortless. You're listening to English, listening to something that used to feel difficult and suddenly it's just so easy to understand. The same will happen with your speaking. You'll be trying to speak, trying to speak, struggling, and then at some point, it'll just start coming out. It'll, it'll feel effortless. It comes out with no effort at all. But to get to that point, daily, daily, daily practice, daily listening is required. Point number two. Again, let's go back to running. The second thing I did as a runner was I started to increase the duration of my running. Now, specifically as a runner, what I do is once a week I have a long run. As the name suggests, a long run is a day where I run for an extra amount of time. I go an extra length, extra long. So normally, for example, I'll run for 40 minutes per day. Monday I'll run 40 minutes, about four miles. Tuesday, 40 minutes, Wednesday, 40 minutes, etc. But then on Sunday, I do something a little extra. I don't do 40 minutes, I do 50 minutes. And then Monday, back to 40 minutes again. Tuesday, 40 minutes. Wednesday, 40 minutes, etc. And then the next Sunday, I don't do 50 minutes, I increase it by 10 minutes again. So the next week, the next Sunday, is 60 minutes. My long day gets a little longer. Then I go back again, Monday, back to 40 minutes, the normal time. But then the following Sunday, increase it again 10 minutes, 70 minutes. And then you can see every Sunday it's going to increase by 10 minutes, 80 minutes, 90 minutes, 100 minutes, 120 minutes, two hours, up, 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 up. This is how uh, many beginning marathon runners train. It's a great training method for a first marathon. It's what I used for the two marathons that I did. That duration is important because on that one day, on the long day, I push my body and my mind to go a little farther than my limit, right? Because I'm just doing 40 minutes every day. 40 minutes is my normal limit for my body and my mind. But once a week, I break that limit. I push myself. That extra 10 minutes is usually tough. It's a little painful. It's not easy. But then when I drop back to 40 minutes, the rest of the week, the 40 minutes suddenly feels easier. And then, of course, my new limit becomes 50 minutes, and then ah, I'm going to push up the next Sunday I go above that. So 
Once a week, you push beyond your previous limit and you keep breaking that limit and going higher. Break the limit and go higher so that you have this one extra long, extra intense day. Do that with English too. You know, Monday through Saturday, listen to English for one or two hours, the normal amount of time. But have one day, it might be Sunday, it could be Wednesday, your choice, but one day a week, make it your intense English day. And let's say it's Sunday. Every Sunday, increase your English listening by 10 minutes. And eventually you'll get to two hours on Sunday, three hours on Sunday, four hours on Sunday. Maybe you'll become super intense and do like a 12 hour day eventually. A full day of English, just once a week. And then the rest of the week, you're just doing the normal amount. What that does is it pushes your limits and therefore it gets you closer to the effortless state. It'll make it easier and easier and easier for your mind and body to enter the effortless state. So you need consistency every single day listening to English. And then once a week you need duration, meaning going extra long. And those together will help you create that effortless English feeling more and more frequently. First with your listening and then eventually with your speaking too. Let's go to our next Twitter question. Okay, Z123 is the Twitter name and asks, how long until I can understand advanced books? So in many episodes of the Effortless English Show, I talk about the power of reading. And I recommend that you start by reading quite easy books, but to read a lot of them. Now my answer to Z123 is don't worry about it. Too many people get so focused on what will I be able to do in six months, in three months, in one month, in one year. Or another common mistake is to focus on how long, how long until I can speak perfect English? How long until it feels easy? And by focusing on the future, what you're doing psychologically in your mind, you're saying the present is not important. By focusing on the future, you're distracting yourself and making yourself unhappy and bored with the present moment. That's a bad strategy. It will not help you achieve success. So instead of focusing on when will I understand advanced books, instead focus on what books can I read now that are interesting to me. So if you're reading easy books right now, don't worry about when you will understand advanced books. You will. Instead, just find lots of easy books that are interesting to you, enjoyable for you. And then eventually, you'll get to an intermediate level of reading. And then focus on finding interesting and useful intermediate level books for you. They might be storybooks, it might be nonfiction, whatever it is. Focus on what is available to you now, what's useful to you now, what's enjoyable to you now. By doing that, again, you'll achieve this feeling of effortlessness as you read and then you'll improve much faster. And you actually will achieve that advanced level much faster than if you're constantly worrying about it. When will I succeed? When will I succeed? It doesn't work. It also doesn't work in exercise. If you're trying to train for a marathon, for example, 26 miles, 
if you're only running three miles now, it will not help you to constantly be thinking, when will I run 26? When can I run 26? Because it will seem too far away. You're only running three now. Instead, just say, I'm running three miles. I'm going to enjoy it. And next week I'll run four. Don't worry, the 26 will happen if you just slowly increase each time. It's the same for English, it's the same for any goal in life. All right, finally, the effortless English news. What's going on in the world of effortless English? First of all, a little bad news for the folks in Vietnam. My Vietnam trip has been canceled. Uh, I won't go into the details of why, but I'm not visiting Vietnam this fall. However, the good news for Vietnam is that my book will be published as a Vietnamese translation, so in Vietnamese, on October 15th. So go to your local bookstore in Vietnam, anywhere, and ask them for the book Effortless English is the title by A.J. Hogue. I'll get the uh, Vietnamese title soon, the translation, but if you say Effortless English by A.J. Hogue, they can order the book for you. The book will also be available for the international audience, for most of you, by the end of October. You will be able to buy it on Amazon or Kobo, or even go to your local bookstore and ask them, and they can order it online or order it from the distributor. So you can buy the print copy of the book at a bookstore or the ebook online. That's all for the Effortless English News. That's all for the Effortless English Show this week. Good luck to you as you get into that effortless state of both learning English and speaking it. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com and try my VIP program for just $1. See you next time. Bye for now.